Now, more on that breaking news in the past few minutes. The New York Attorney General has subpoenaed former U.S. President Donald Trump and some of the people closest to him. Live to our U.S. correspondent, Simon Mark. Simon? Well, Eddie, it is the first working day of the year here in the United States, and I am reminded of why my mother always told me I should have been a lawyer, because in court filings that have just been released in New York, we have learnt that back at the beginning of December, New York's Attorney General Letitia James issued subpoenas against former President Donald Trump, his daughter Ivanka, and his son Donald Trump Jr. Now, Letitia James is leading a civil not criminal, a civil investigation into Donald Trump's business empire. And a couple of weeks before Christmas, Donald Trump himself lobbed a lawsuit in the direction of the New York Attorney General, accusing her of uh, engaging in a witch hunt against him and his family. We now know that at the time he issued that lawsuit, he was aware that she was throwing subpoenas down in his direction and in the direction uh, of Ivanka and uh, Donald Donald Trump Jr. as she seeks to build a case of fraud against uh, the Trump organization. This court filing suggests uh, that the Trump children, at least, are refusing to comply with the subpoena and, and indeed are challenging uh, whether the Attorney General has the right to issue it. Just a reminder that a subpoena is a legal order in the United States that forces even the target uh, of possible civil or criminal action to cooperate in the investigation. Even if they sit down and plead the Fifth Amendment against self-incrimination, they are required to show up and comply uh, as a result of a subpoena having been issued. Now, clearly, the two Trump children are, uh, according to ABC News here, refusing to comply with that uh, order. And it is that dispute over the subpoena uh, that has led to this court filing today that has revealed the very existence of those subpoenas uh, back in early December. It's worth making the point that all this is happening uh, in the week that will mark the first anniversary uh, on Thursday of the January the 6th insurrection on Capitol Hill by Donald Trump's conspiracy theory believing supporters. And over the weekend, there were indications that investigations on Capitol Hill into that event uh, is beginning to, to see a net tightening around Donald Trump with Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney saying that there is now first-hand evidence to show that Donald Trump was in the White House watching events on January the 6th live on television as numerous uh, members of his inner circle, including Ivanka Trump and Donald Trump Jr., urged him to go on television and call his mob off as they continued to ransack the Capitol uh, building for many hours. Hours. That is not anything to do uh, with the investigation that the New York Attorney General uh, is leading into Donald Trump's business empire. But all of this happening at the same time uh, will, I think, cause strain within Donald Trump's inner circle. And it will certainly uh, lead some Democrats to believe uh, that in the months that lie between now and America's midterm elections this November, when, remember, the Republicans hope to recapture control of both houses of Congress, the legal 
legal net will close in against Donald Trump on a variety uh, of different fronts. I'm sure I've not seen yet uh, a statement, just checking my email, nothing in yet from Donald Trump regarding uh, this news uh, about the subpoenas against him and uh, his son and his daughter, but I'm sure within a matter of hours we will be hearing that this is all part of a great witch hunt against him. And in the past hour, Simon, you brought his first details of the uh, the contents of an unsealed legal document signed in 2009 by Virginia Jeffrey and Jeffrey Epstein, all very relevant to uh, Prince Andrew's uh, legal battle with Virginia Jeffrey. Uh, just remind us of those details, and also when we spoke, um, we both agreed uh, neither of us was a, a lawyer, but you've taken legal advice, which is always wise. <laughs> yes, exactly. Neither of us is a lawyer, so I reached out to someone who is, namely our colleague, Daniel Barnett, who's also had a little look at this and has been giving me a bit of advice with regard to it. As we reported when this document first came out, uh, Section 2 of this settlement agreement sees Virginia Dufresne, it would seem, uh, agree that she is not going to take legal action against other potential defendants relating to the case that she settled in Florida in November 2009 with Jeffrey Epstein. This document uh, sees Virginia Dufre winning compensation of $500,000 from Jeffrey Epstein. No admission of guilt on his behalf. Uh, she agrees that she's not engaging in this agreement under duress. So she walks away with half a million dollars, but agrees that she is not going to uh, pursue any kind of action in state, uh, federal court, or any other kind of action against people who are defined in this agreement as other potential defendants. The agreement does not name the Duke of York or anyone else, but clearly the Duke of York's lawyers will argue that the civil lawsuit against him is a lawsuit against another potential defendant, which is why they will seek to get the case against him thrown out in court in New York, possibly as early as tomorrow. However, our esteemed legal uh, eagle, Daniel Barnett, points out that further down this document on page two, it says, as a material consideration in settling, the parties agree that the terms of this settlement agreement are not intended to be used by any other person, nor be admissible in any proceeding or case against or involving Jeffrey Epstein, either civil or criminal. Now, depending, of course, on how you define a case involving Jeffrey Epstein, it may well be that Virginia Dufresne's lawyers say, well, the civil lawsuit that she's taken out against Prince Andrew absolutely involves Jeffrey Epstein, since the uh, alleged defences uh, occurred as a direct result of Prince Andrew's friendship uh, with Mr Epstein. So that part of this agreement would suggest that Prince Andrew's lawyers may indeed have difficulty citing this agreement in their attempt to get the civil lawsuit thrown out. So we're in for some very interesting uh, legal arguments in that courtroom in New York and those of us who are not lawyers, will no doubt learn a lot from them. Simon, thank you. We've got much more on the story between now and seven o'clock. And of course, Simon will be back, refreshed after a brief Christmas and New Year break with Simon Marks's American Week. It's every Friday on this programme at a quarter to five.